Hello, my name is Josh. I'm Jamie. And welcome to A Conversation with Two Geeks, podcast where we're talking about movies, comics, and everything in between. Today, Jamie and I will be talking about everything from the official trailer to Black Panther Wakanda Forever to our non-spoiler th- uh, to Actually, no, take the back. Our spoiler thoughts on the newest episode of She-Hulk and much more. Also, if you want to follow us on all our social media platforms, we are on Twitter at Convo with Two Geeks. We're also on Instagram at Conversation with Two Geeks and Facebook as well. Um, if you want to send us anything um, via email, we're at conversationwith2geeks at gmail.com. You can also find a back catalog on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever podcasts are listening to. How are you today, Jamie? I am doing okay. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, this week uh, this week was a solid week. Uh, we're now officially in spooky season. Yes, we are. Also, one month away from one of my most anticipated movies of the year. But also a movie that's gonna like I'm just letting y'all know this movie's gonna fuck me up. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. and it's gonna this, be very emotional, maybe. Yes, and this uh, transitions us into our first huge topic of the day. Uh, we got an official trailer for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Samson reads, Queen Ramonda, Shuri, Mubaku, Okoye, and the Dormilaji fight to protect their nation from intervening war powers in the wake of King Chachala's death. As Wakandans strive to embrace their next chapter, the heroes must band together with Nakia and Edward Ross to forge a new path for their beloved kingdom. The film stars Angela Bassett, Letitia Wright, Winston Duke, Danny Guerrero, Labina Yaga, Michelle Cole, Martin Freeman, Dominic Thorne, and Tenoshi Harita as Namor. The film will be directed by Ryan Coogler, Coogler reteaming with co-writer Joe Robert Cole, and the film is set to release on November 11th. Oh, I... Again... I'm not ready emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally for the movie, but I think come November 11th, I will be. Mm-hmm. This movie, I'm, here's the thing, and like, apparently people have been going, I, I, I think this movie's going to be very personal, mm-hmm. because I was reading an interview with, um, I think it was Richard Weekly, and I learned that Ryan Cooper almost quit filmmaking after Chadwick passed. Mm-hmm. So, I think this definitely is going to come from the heart, and we kind of know certain things, um, which I'm not going to say on here, but go back and watch our December 2021 episode um, for that certain thing, and I'm very curious about how this is going to play, and especially given that, like, everyone's like, who's going to take up the mantle, and we pretty much got a confirmation of it, which, which I'm, we're in a very weird spot, which I'm trying to figure out how to talk about because the whole the teacher right situation. Mm-hmm. I I'm I want to kind of point out some nuance with that. Not the mm-hmm. like the the anti-vaxxer. Like if she's truly an anti-vaxxer, like the, the fucker. Just no, I'm not, I'm not dealing with that shit. That being said, there's a whole thing I've noticed, especially when especially celebrities women of color, and you put them on a very high pedestal than other you know white female celebrities. And I was thinking about this in relation. Are you familiar with what's going on with Constance Wu right now? No, I'm not. Okay. Short version. Um, back in like I think 2019 or 2020, when her show Fresh Off the Boat kind of got in six weeks to you and she kind of lashed out saying, like, kind of was like, no, I'm not excited for this. And everyone dogpiled on her, mainly saying, like, well, this is like one of the biggest things for your crew and representation, all that jazz. 
But then fast forward two years later, she released a memoir saying she actually had suicidal thoughts after the dog piloting. And not to mention also she was dealing with, um, there were some serious sexual assault allegations against the producer and a, and a star on the show. No, a female star, by the way, on the show. So it, so there was a fucking reason why she left. And I'm, and to tie it back into the Letitia White situation, we don't know what's going, we don't know what happened on that set. From what I understand, Things got massively delayed and people were rightfully pissed off. However, I also we also know that it was also an injury and it was a, it was multiple factors. And I'm I do hope Letitia comes out and like clarifies what she's meant by that whole entire thing. Maybe I also, especially given that I'm gonna get shit for this. I know I'm gonna fucking shit for this. Um Ryan, especially learning how Ryan pretty much was almost gonna quit filmmaking. Because of what happened, which happened post death, I think this affected it more than I think people are willing to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. And when something happens like that, when you lose a colleague who essentially is the amount the the legacy of Chad Bozeman is very very influential, and we lost him way too early. There's mm-hmm. just there's so much that can be said, but I think. They took that into account, and I think also, I also would not be surprised if this is not an easy shoot for the cast and crew. Especially, like, I know some people are like, well, he's just an actor, they were just work buddy. But when you have someone that's, like, close-knit, especially when you're making something like Black Panther and how much that affects, you know, affects Black people all across the fucking world, it's gonna tend to be, you kind of become closer, and you kind of become a bit more niche, and I'm, and just, I'm just hoping people give this movie a lot more grace. Like, whatever the fuck happens, whether you're, like, not happy with it because they don't want to recast T'Challa or something, or because they went to an alternate direction and or or whatever the fuck, just please give these filmmakers, give Coogler Company, give Coogler and Fighting Company grace. Because this was probably not a very easy movie to make. Emotionally mm-hmm. and spiritually and stuff. And just, yeah, I'm that's all I'm going to say. I'm excited for this movie, obviously. Um, Namor looks fucking awesome. They have the little wings, which I didn't expect. I really appreciate that. Ruby's, Ruby looks fucking awesome. Um, her little scene. We only got like a snippet of her, but I, I fucking love her already. Mm-hmm. And I fuck. I, I'm, I, again, I, as I said before, right now, I'm still not emotionally, spiritually, and mentally ready for this movie. But come, um, come November 11th, or rather, November tenth, I will be. Come release it, I will be. Let's see. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, you have any thoughts before we go on to our next topic? Um, I just think the movie looks really good. Um, and I just echo echo a lot. Um, everything that you said. Um, I think this movie was probably very difficult to make because of everything that happened with Chadwick. And the fact that they were filming in the middle of a pan- pandemic at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, the, like, the fact that this movie from the trailers look as good as it does, mm-hmm. like, is impressive already to mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that I didn't want this movie to be good, but I just, my expectations were there's just a lot going on with this movie. So I just didn't know. Um how they were going to handle everything going on. Um, so I'm just, I'm excited to see it when it comes out. That's mm-hmm. all I'll say. I just echo everything that you said and 
just just go in and enjoy the movie as much as you can you know just like see what they did and i didn't know that about ryan kukla that's very sad i'm glad he stuck around to make the movie because he has a very special touch for these movies Mm -hmm. it, it would be just a shame to lose him as a filmmaker just mm -hmm. in general but yeah i'm I'm happy he stuck around and yeah this movie this movie's gonna fuck me up i think it's gonna fuck everyone up It's going to be a very emotional movie. Like, I think it's going to, I think it honestly, like emotionally, it's probably going to rival some of the big ones, you know, like there's just going to be a lot of, and a lot of it is going to come off very real because a lot of it is kind of real with the actors Mm when the, with Chadwick. So it's just, it's, it's going to be a lot. Um, but yeah. And just bring your tissues, guys. That that'd be my biggest recommendation. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely bring bring the tissues. Anyways, moving on to our next topic. Um, exclusive from Denley reports that Marvel Studios has selected Loki and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness writer Michael Waldron to write Avengers Secret Wars. According to exclusive insider say meetings for the job took place last month. And while a number of writers met, and many believe Waldron was the front runner for the was the front runner, given how much trust the studio has in the writer. Uh, Walter has been on a role with the studio during the past year, starting with last year's hit Loki series for Disney+. Plus. Insiders also added that Secret Wars will have its own director, though it's assumed that all parties will be in touch while the films are in development. This is also including um, Jeff, uh, writer Jeff Loveness and director Justin Daniel Creighton for uh, Avengers The King Dynasty. So that's what they're kind of referring to. So, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of not shocked by this news. Uh, mm -hmm. mainly because, you know, he's been pretty much the multiverse guy. Yeah. Makes sense. If he worked on Loki and worked on Doctor Strange too, like, makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's just, I know people were like, people were just being, so I saw this, like, really fucking stupid petition where they were like, Hot fire Michael Waldron. And I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Look, I know that Multiverse of Madness didn't get, like, it got mixed reviews. Mm -hmm. um, which is fair. Um, and, like, I enjoy Multiverse of Madness a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but I also know that it was not the movie for everybody. Mm -hmm. It was a very different kind of Marvel movie. So, mm -hmm. but don't We just need to not be just you don't have to go and be mean on the internet, guys. It's like it's exhausting. Mm -hmm. Really to the point. Like I get you're frustrated, you need a place to vent, but like do it in your drafts. Like vent in your drafts. Just don't say it out. You know, like I don't know. Figure out another way. Cause this is getting like Don't have to go and like have a guy get fired cause, just because you didn't like what he did. Yeah, go outside. You know? Go outside. Go smell the roses. Get go, some fresh air. Go sift some grass. Yeah, know. so just. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, it, it very much is. And I'm kind of fucking sick of it. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Anyways, moving on to something that I. Okay, as a fan of this show, I knew it was going to happen, 
but I didn't know that it was going to happen this soon. So moving on to our next topic, according to Variety, Peacock has ordered a movie based on the Dan Harmon company community, bringing back original stars Joe McHale, Danny Pudi, Allison Brie, Jillian Jacobs, uh, Jim Rash, and Ken John. Also, contrary to most reports, um, including Variety and stuff, because it's kind of mismarketing, but Yvette and Nicole Brown and all of our set to return as McHale did tag him in the tweet. So they're coming back, y'all. I don't know what type of role they are, they're going to have them in, but they are supposed to come back. According to the report, Peacock and Sony Pictures Television, which jointly announced the green light Friday, described the negotiations for Peacock to secure the it's heavily competitive. As part of the deal, uh, Peacock has also acquired non-exclusive rights to the full sixth season in Community Library, which can also be found on Netflix and Hulu. Uh, Favorite details, including director and estimated premiere date, have not been shared, but the film will be written by Harmon and Brooklyn Nine-Nine writer uh, Andrew Guest with Harmon and Mikhail Suri as executive producer. Uh, six seasons of the movie started out as a cheeky line from Community's early season and quickly ignited into a fa- passionate fan movement for this iconic, cool, and cool, 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 well, uh, NBC comedy, says Susan Rovner, chairman of entertainment content uh, at NBC Universal Television and Streaming. We are grateful that 15 years later, we are able to deliver fans this promised movie and can wait to work with Dan Harmon, Andrew Gass, uh, John McHale, Sony, and our partners at UT, uh, Universal Television to continue this epic comedy for Peacock audiences. Um, they don't have a release date yet, but it's they're estimating that the movie might come out between 2023 and 2024. So, did you ever watch Community? No, I haven't seen it yet. There is too much for me to watch, dude. Stop giving me that face. <laughs> yeah. I I don't have time to watch. I know, <laughs> I know. Okay, here I'm doing. Awesome. It's just one. It's one of those things that I just haven't watched. You know, and, and that is fair. And I'm I'm not judging. Because I honestly, to be honest, I didn't hear very much about it until it was kind of ending. You know that that's fair. That's fair. It had a very weird track. Like I didn't know that the the gif with um, I think it's Glover coming in at the pizza boxes and everything's on fire. Yes, I didn't know that was from Community for the longest time. I just thought it was like a. I didn't really know what show that was from. That and that's but, and that's fair and that's fair. This thing has had a very weird track. I started watching. I think around late season one, early season two. So I'm like an OG fan from back in the day. I watched the sixth season on Yahoo, y'all. Which yes, that, that sounds was, rough. That that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, Yahoo tried getting into streaming wars. It didn't end well. Um, that doesn't sound like fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, it, it wasn't. But it came down to like a decent conclusion and stuff. But yeah, no, six seasons of the movie has always been like that thing. That's like, oh, we'll do a movie. And it's like, but then again, also like most of these stars, especially with like Donald Glover and Allison Brie. They're huge now. They are huge. But then again, uh, during, you know, when we were on lockdown, they did an episode for charity. Oh, okay. On Zoom with, um, with, uh, okay, one of the actors was Walter, uh, was played by Walter Goggins. He was replaced by Pedro Pascal. Who was, oh, that's funny. Who was even like, y'all did this every week. And it's like, and it's hilarious and it's awesome. And just, I, I fucking love this show. This show is not only my comfort show, but also like one of my favorite sitcoms like of all time. Like if I had to put like top three favorite sitcoms, it'd probably be this. Well, actually no, top five. If I had to, if, three to five. Um, it would probably be Community, 
Community, Parks and Rec, 30 Rock, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and then The Good Place. Mm. And I, and, and no specific order, by the way, but I, Community is just, I, I fucking love this show. And the fact that we finally get that part of the thing, thing in a movie. That's, just, that is fun. That is cool. And I'm just, I'm, I'm just yeah. Um, for those that haven't watched it, it's it's on it's on Netflix. I think currently, I think it's about to be. Up. Well, obviously they said that it's going to be on Peacock, but it's also on Amazon Prime, which also I've noticed, and that's how mm. I've been watching it. So I don't know how long it's going to stay there. But yeah, um, if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's one of my favorites, and it and literally people have gotten their starts from that show. Like the Russo brothers have gotten their start from that show. That's wild. Yeah, though, like they. Like they got their start to direct the pilot as well as some of the um, paintball episodes. Justin Lin also directed some episodes in there. In there as well, um, Harmon also like did some punch up stuff for Doctor Strange. Like just this fucking show, and I'm so I'm so fucking happy. Take <laughs> that movie. The show's gonna last three weeks. Six seasons and a movie. <laughs> Uh, I've heard nothing but good things about it, so when I get time, I'll try to check it out. I, I know I always say that, but I have very limited time, but I want to watch it. Wow. I'm actually, I haven't, it's hit me. I'm behind on a lot of, like, classic uh, comedy sitcoms that I, ha- I haven't seen. Like, I've only seen bits and pieces of The Office, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And that's, like... But that's also, I know that's like 10 seasons. And I, that's part of it is like, that's a lot to commit to. Yeah, so. I, I won't lie. And this is, y'all are probably going to come after me on this. I, I, I'm i not the biggest fan of The Office. I kind of prefer Parks and Rec over The Office. Yeah. But also, full disclosure with The Office, I came on to that show right when Steve Carell was leaving. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No. So you can understand where some of my stuff on that. But I, I personally prefer Parks and Rec. But that's just a me thing. No, I love Parks and Rec. That's one that I caught on, luckily, mm-hmm. um, in time. Um, but yeah, like, I've seen, like, like the only real big, like, I've seen bits and pieces of Seinfeld. I haven't seen Seinfeld all the way through. Oh, I, I I've seen the only one, I used to have the box set for Friends. I still do somewhere. I, that was... I have friends that are fans of Friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I could give or take with that show. I lo- I like it. It's fun to me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. There's just some I wrote. There's just some I haven't seen yet. So. Oh yeah, no, and that, and that's fair. And that's fair. But, yeah. yeah. Anyway, moving on to our next topic, uh, we got the official trailer for. Uh, I guess I'm gonna put this in action comedy. Uh, for the action comedy Violet Night. Uh, it's from 87 North, the bare knuckle producers of Nobody, John Wick, Atomic Blonde, Dimple 2, Bullet Train, and Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw come a cold, dark holiday action comedy. Hey, action comedy that says you should always bet on red. Uh, when a team of mercenaries break into a wealthy family's compound on Christmas Eve, taking everyone hostage, the team isn't prepared for a sing- for a surprise combatant. Santa Claus, played by Hopper, I mean Red Guardian, I mean David Harbour is on the ground and he's about to show you why this sit nick ain't no scent uh in addition to harvard the film stars john legazamo ken G- uh gigadent uh alex hassel alexis louder ian pattinson and beverly Del- d'angelo uh the film is directed by hansel and gretel which had your director uh tommy wakola 
and written by Sonic the Hedgehog writers Pat Casey and Josh Willard. The film is set to come out on December 2nd. So, um, I... David Harbour, okay. When I first heard about this movie, I was very curious about it and stuff. And But then again, all I hardly was like, I don't know if he could do Santa. Because Santa's also, like... But I'll give it to Harbour so far. Like, he's able to, like, do that warmness. And you actually do feel like it's warmness. But, that, but then when he turns into a complete badass, it's like, yes! But, yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, I, I dig it. And I'm just... Also, um, I got, um, I think it's called um, Baby Please Come Home, stuck in my head, and it's only fucking October. <laughs> so, like, I, I'm, so, but then again, also, this year has gone by so fast now, that, like, they're already putting up Christmas stuff. Oh, just get ready. It's coming. <laughs> Spooky season is too short. It's only, like, a month. Spooky, Maybe two months. Spooky season needs to be more, more longer. I know it does. Yeah, it, it does. Yeah, let's. Um, I'm willing to sacrifice Thanksgiving just because yeah. of origins alone, and just continue it a month. Hashtag extend spooky season. Yeah, I would. Yeah, extend spooky season. But yeah, no, I I digress. Uh, anyways, what do you think about this trailer? It, it was cool. I think it'll be fun. Um, am I rushing to go see it? I don't know. We'll see if it pop. Like, I have my list of Christmas movies that I like to watch during the Christmas season, um, like Elf and A Christmas Story, and like some of those that I like make time to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. I mean, it looks fun though. I, I think it'll be cool. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, for me, when it comes to my Christmas movie list, um, obviously a Die Hard's on that list, and for those that, and for those that like, um. Because I've I've gotten to fight with people about this. Die Hard is a Christmas movie, in my personal opinion. Um, But also, like, I include like Gremlins. I include um, like I I include I include the off kilter stuff. Obviously, of a Christmas story, Polar Express, et cetera, et cetera. Like those are on the list. But I also like to include the off kilter stuff. Yeah. Like you know, your Die Hard and your Gremlins. And I forgot about Gremlins. Oh I don't remember if I showed my sister that movie. I don't know if I have yet. I think I have. I feel like I, she's seen it, but like as, um, I don't know if like I traumatized her by letting her watch that movie. <laughs> I don't remember now. <laughs> and also like that movie uh well that movie not in addition to Indiana Jones and the uh, Temple of Doom that movie created the PG-13 rating yeah I believe that yeah and also like that movie like especially when like when you start hearing like some of the previous drafts which by the way the guy who freaking wrote that movie was Chris Columbus that's wild to me that's so wild to me. he also did the Goonies and yeah, that and young Sherlock Holmes and Home Alone. Oh my God, that all makes sense. Home Alone now starts to make sense. Oh, see, like Home Alone's another movie I like to watch around Christmas. I freaking love Home Alone. Yeah, but also like when you start kind of realizing that, like, oh, he's done kids movie, but he also done has done very very violent movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he has a thing. 
Yeah, he has he has a he has a he has a um, style, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Leading into our next topic today, according to some rumor mill, which by the way, uh, please do take with a grain of salt, as as one should with the rumor mill. According to the site, the Constant Circle Marvel Studios is looking into developing more of these type of special presentations. A.L.A.A. their upcoming specials, World of Fight Night, which literally comes at the time of recording in about 24 hours, which is weird and interesting. We're covering that next week, folks, okay? Um, World of Fight Night and and their, uh, and the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. But these special um, specials are not upcoming uh, future specials are not necessarily tied to particular holidays and will and will aim to explore stories that can be ex- that can expand the borders of the MCU without having to spread themselves thin into with an- another longer Disney Plus show. As for what these specials will be, um, one of them might be two upcoming uh, two Black Panther spinoffs, with one of them being centered around the nation Wakanda, and another project which will be focusing on the Dermalaji leader Akwe. As for other projects that might be special presentations, this includes a potential Shang-Chi and Legend 10 Ring spinoff, that will focus on Jing Ling and the future of Ten Rings, Wonder Man, which is set to be helmed by uh, Shang-Chi director Dustin Daniel Creighton and Brooklyn Nine-Nine writer Andrew Guest, and Nova, which is set to be written by a uh, Midnight writer Sabir Persrada. So it looks like rather than doing another, not another just to, seeing how the, so it looks like Seeing how um, the critical reception has been to World by Night, again, we have not seen this series, so like we can't say anything. But given how the critical reception has been to World by Night, it seems like Marvel Studios is planning some new special presentations. And I'm I'm very curious about this because I do think that this will cut down on like the amount of like Disney Plus shows. And probably just having something be like 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 40 to 50 minutes long. But the one question will be, well, does that make it kind of a movie or at least a Disney Plus exclusive movie? I don't know. What do, what do you think about this? Um, I don't know. It's interesting. Um, I think there's definitely some positives to this because it gives them more room to explore characters who they want to show more of, but maybe don't necessarily have a are worried about spray like that you said like the art the blurb says that spray them too thin with the Disney Plus shows mm-hmm. and maybe eight to nine episodes on a Disney Plus show is too much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting. Uh, it definitely could potentially like make when if a character gets it or a show like a Disney Plus show gets announced, it means that they have a plan for it. Um, I I think it's kind of interesting. We'll, we'll just have to see. My thing is, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it's, this should be pretty cool. So. Yeah, yeah no, it, it definitely will be in the stuff. And especially given the spinoffs that they're thinking about doing, it definitely does kind of make sense. And it also kind of cuts mm-hmm. down. Cuts like Wonder, Wonder Man, like, if they want to do one on Wonder Man, like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But like, like, Maybe they're just like, let's just do something on him. He's cool. We don't necessarily want to have like a whole series dedicated to him. We're not planning on him being a big part in like the overall MCU moving forward. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like right at this time. You know, so there's like potential for them to kind of test the waters of characters that maybe they're just like, let's just see how fans react to this, or let's just see how this project goes. You know, kind of thing. 
Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. There's, and, I don't know, it's, it's like pros and cons to it. So, well, that's yeah. what to kind of see. Yeah. This next, uh, our last topic, actually, I think kind of exemplifies kind of something similar to what's going on, but obviously this has been now changed to something different. So, um, onto our last topic for the day, uh, exclusive DHR reports that Marvel Studios' upcoming project, Armor Wars, which is set to have Don Cheeto reprise his role as Colonel James Brody Rhodes, aka War Machine, will be redeveloped from a series on Disney Plus to a feature film with Yasir, um, Yasir Lister, the showrunner slash head writer for the series, set to be the film's main writer. As for the reasoning for the change, sources saying that the studio was committed to getting the story told the right way and in the process realized the feature was better suited for the project. And for those wondering, the feature film is set to be a theatrical release. So this one, I have, okay, so I kind of have two mixed thoughts on this. On mm-hmm. one hand, this is essentially the War Machine movie. Okay. I, I think this is going to be a War Machine movie. I think also Ironheart's supposed to be in this. Oh, that would be interesting. That would be interesting. And such. So I'm very curious to see how that's going to go. And I... On one hand, like, I get trying to change it. It actually kind of helps. And it goes back to our previous topic about them making this a special presentation, or rather it being, like, a one single entry as opposed to, like, you know, a whole ass, a whole ass show and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or rather, a whole ass miniseries and stuff. And, however, I do feel bad for the writers who are probably recruited to do the episode run. Because I know, yeah. do remember reporting on, I think this might have been a while ago, that there were writers hired. So I do kind of feel bad for them. And hopefully they get some other gigs or at least to like spread out to like other potential shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that way they at least keep working. But yeah, no, that, that, that part, that's the only downside to this. And that's the part that kind of sucks. But yeah. at the same time though, I'm glad Rhodey's finally getting his own movie and stuff. And they are keeping the showrunner slash head writer of the TV series, of the potential TV series and stuff. So, you know, we'll, well, I'll always see that's sort of how everything goes on, but um, I guess I, 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 but I do, I could see this working as one singular project as opposed to multiple, but mm-hmm. obviously we'll have to wait and see and stuff. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Anyways, moving on to our recommendations for the week. So, so with She Hope, we're kind of going to go back to episode seven uh, for kind of Jamie's recap, but we're definitely going to have an episode eight. Mm hmm. So, uh, Jamie, what did you think of episode seven? Um, episode seven was fun. Um, I like I said, I liked the therapy scene, like the whole group scenes. Those were um, a lot of fun. I am so mad at Josh right now. Not you. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, I'm pissed off at Josh. So well. mad about it because he was he was very cute. They were very cute at the beginning in the in the wedding, and then in this episode i was like oh he's nice no um it sucks uh so i felt so bad for her the whole episode i was like god dang it um but and i i was so mad because they freaking wrecked her car i was like dude that sucks yeah no yeah no that's like yeah but I, I will say I did like all the characters. I'm I know okay, so there's kind of this whole thing about whether or not Abomination would be a villain. I'm actually hoping he doesn't become a villain. I'd like this I like this even cool. Whatever they're doing with him, it's kind of funny. Yeah. And I don't know, it's kind of working for me. 
Uh, it kind of is and stuff, and I don't know. I feel like it would be a very interesting dynamic if, like, let's say you have a Hulk that's kind of similar to, like, Bruce Banner, but obviously he's a bit more chill and stuff, and he runs essentially, like, but essentially he's a commune, you know? He's a lot more chill and stuff, but I, I don't know. I, I don't see it, but, like, but again, also, I do like that therapy scene and stuff, yeah. so. But anyways, <laughs> moving on to episode eight. And the moment we all been waiting for Daredevil's like, ah, baby! Yep, he's back. Guess who's back? <laughs> back again. Again. Daredevil's back. Tell your friends. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? <laughs> oh, and boy, it was lovely to see him. Charlie Cox is great. I love his chemistry with uh, Tatiana. He had so much freaking fun playing this, dude. Mm-hmm. You could tell. It was just, fun. And just, yeah, and also, um, I think we're both in agreement for the shipping. I like regardless if they just stay friends or whatever. I was into it. They had they were fun on screen together. I was having a. They were awesome. Yeah. I so I don't know. He smelled. I felt like he smelled more in this whole freaking episode than I remember him in the show. Yes, it's been yes. a while. But I was like, but he's still Matt from the show. That's what I yeah. love. He yeah, still yeah. was him from the show that we loved. Mm-hmm. But like, oh, he he got Charlie Cox got to have some fun in this episode. It was great. Yeah, no, no, and and like my only complaint with this is that his CGI during the uh, parking lot fight did look a bit wonky. Yeah, uh, but that was only for a couple seconds. The rest of it looks pretty cool. Also, they played his theme song, mm-hmm. which I'm just like, yes. And also, I love, also, I'm not going to lie, I really enjoyed the case of the week thing, which I, I, I've i actually been hearing, like, some complaints like they don't do enough with the lawyer stuff, and that's fine and stuff. I don't really care either way, but, like, but like, I, it's, like, it's essentially, what if Edna Mode got sued? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, which, not going to lie, especially given some of the examples that, like, Edna gives in the first Incredibles movie, like, there would be a lawsuit. Probably. I just or at least I'm wrong about that. I'm just saying about the like the one scene where like she like turned uh, where it's like where she's talking about like where she's like describing the whole no capes thing. No capes. No capes. <laughs> and then and then she and then it's like to get jet get stuck in a jet combine. It's true though, because if you think about it, it's a hundred like all of those things she mentioned in the Incredibles movie probably would have happened at some point to somebody. Yeah. Just yeah. Oh man. And then there probably would have been a wrongful death lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it just... <laughs> that being said, and then that last fucking scene yeah. was uh, terrifying. Yeah. It's like, very terrifying. That whole last scene, the whole end scene was just like... When she broke the fourth wall after after Matt did the walk of shame in his costume. Um <laughs> That which was hilarious, by the way. He's just all whistling, walking out, getting <laughs> ready to leave, and he's just like, "Good morning" to the neighbor. And the neighbor's just like, "What?" <laughs> she was so confused. It was funny. Um, when Jen broke the fourth wall again, it was like, "Oh, you thought this was the end of the episode?" No, so, like, I'm like, "Oh no, what's gonna happen?" I'm like, "Great." I was like, "We can't have, we can't end it here where everything was like really nice and happy, and like we were in a good spot." But yeah, no, she she was well. It's just she, like she was even shocked because it was like, oh, is this the end of the episode? Mm-hmm. And, and and it's like, but then like, um, 
And it's like, oh wait, are we at the are we at the almost season finale? And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh no. Means we're probably gonna have a pretty jam packed season finale next week. Yeah, so. um, Matt, you might need to stay a few extra days. We'll see. I want him to stay really badly, but I don't know. Well, yeah, because um, he might need you to knock some stuff out. I don't know. I'm concerned for Jen at this point. Yeah, it's. I really hope she's gonna be okay. Yeah. It looks pretty bad. Yeah, and just uh. Uh, fuck those intelligence. Maybe cousin Bruce can come and help out. That'd be great. Uh, Bruce, I think anybody. Bruce is retired. Well, well, Bruce is off in space. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Bruce is in space right now. That's right. He was on the ship. Now I'm remembering. God damn it, uh, Bruce. We're gonna need you to come back to Earth real quick. Be like, what's going on? Well, Jen, uh, kind of is in trouble. Did you notice? I, I didn't pick up on it the first time, but I saw to they. Um, dropped uh red hulk uh at the end of the episode they did reference red hulk which given that they might or may not be recasting for that role it's kind of interesting and also there was a kind of like a like nikki kind of did like a a okay that wasn't just me because i swear they did like a little sound effect or something that sounded like like the claws coming out when she did the makeup thing yeah with the three thing i'm like what are you doing I was like, what is this? This is the second Wolverine tease this season. And we know he's coming. We by the way, did we talk we talked about it last week? Yeah, Deadpool, Deadpool, Deadpool 3, Deadpool 3. But like yeah. are we gonna get an MCU version, like an official MCU version sometime soon? That would be pretty cool. I mean, I, I mean I'm still trying to figure out who the hell I'm gonna cast. Because yeah, let's be I honest. Don't know. Hugh Jackman's only going to be this, like, do this one done. That's mainly because Ryan Reynolds. He's like, done because Ryan Reynolds begged him to do it. So. Yes, yes. So I'm not expecting any like in Secret Wars or anything like that, but like, I, I, I have a very secret suspicion we're going to get him sooner rather than later, and I think he's going to be like one of the first extra that we're going to be properly introduced to. I mean, that would make. I get that. Mm-hmm. I feel like once you start getting X Men people. I feel like we're going to slowly, we're still going to have Avengers stuff, but I feel like once we get X-Men, people are really going to focus on some X-Men stuff, potentially. Yeah, Yeah. and I don't even think we're getting it properly X-Men until, like, after Secret Wars. Yeah, it's going to be a while. This, This last, like, Phase 6 might be our last, like, Avengers phase, and we might go into, like, X Men mutant stuff, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, but overall, I'm very curious about the season finale of this. I can't believe it's coming out next. We got this. So we got World by Night. Um, we got the end of this. And then we get Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. And then to cap it all off, we get the Christmas the Galaxy Holiday Special. By the way, I just watched uh, Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 2 last night. Um, I... Random. I know. I just wanted to watch it. It's been a minute. So, um, apparently I read somewhere where the holiday special is going to fill in some gaps of what the, what's what been going on with them. With uh, the missing time. Because it's been a while. It, it has been a while. It has been a while. I think, so. I think it's set after Love and Thunder. I know they kind of have to do some rearranging. Re- or at least Volume 3 set after that. I don't know if 
the holiday special will be set before that or after that. It's kind of weird. Look, the timeline got weird after the whole James Gunn fired and rehired, and it's 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 a bit wonky right now. But like, mm-hmm. either way, we get a holiday special. I think they're shooting at Hollywood Boulevard. I think at one point this year, but mm-hmm. it'll be some nice prelude Guardian stuff before we get Guardians Guardians of the Galaxy. Volume 3 in 2023, which I think is going to probably be emotional as fuck. Because I just... Uh, I'm not ready for it. I'm not ready for it either. Just Because they're freaking idiots, okay? I Watching the second movie, I was just like, oh my god, you guys are so... I was like, no. I was like, oh boy. I was like, yeah, so you guys really are the like found family trope kind of pull together mm-hmm. and you, but you guys like are very a little bit dysfunctional and are like oh i don't know they're they're, they're a lot <laughs> i mean i would even argue that they're like guardians of the galaxy level oh no they're not guardians of the galaxy legends of tomorrow level unstable and, mm, that that's an interesting comparison i don't know who's which group is working because legends is a Legends has Bebo. I can't let them, like, I can't deny that. Like, they yeah. turned into freaking giant Bebo. But yeah, but there's also a talking I could see Guardians potentially doing that, though, like, in Last Resort. Yeah, but also a talking raccoon and a talking tree. True. True. All of them, the rest of them are human for the most part. I don't know. They're they're both very chaotic groups. I don't know. I don't know. I I I would have to think about, about that more. But they're I they're both very chaotic. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, no. Leave, leave it that. Send us an email or something where, like, we who's more chaotic, the guardians or the or legends? legends? You decide. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah anyway so um also i've been uh, moving on to another recommendation um i've been watching andor mm-hmm. andor um we're on episode uh episode five so far and overall i really dug the episode the tension has been ramped up and i'm loving the relationship between andor and the uh rebel i'm gonna call him actually i'm not gonna call him a cool i'm gonna call him cell rebel cell that he's kind of with uh specifically with uh e- Ian Moss uh, Baratcher uh, uh, scheme, who, by the way, in addition to being on, I think he's on the FX is the bear, um, which I've only seen two episodes of, and it's really good, but it's also really fucking anxiety inducing. Mm-hmm. Um, was freaking micro on like the Netflix Punisher show. Oh, interesting. So there's that. And also, um, we see the tension kind of ramped up with Mon Matha as we kind of can as we kind of continue to explore her family who are just the worst. Mm. And this we also kind of catch up with a uh, former I former uh, security officer Cyril whose mother is also the worst as well. Jesus Christ, they really That's, That sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, it, it it is. It also with mom, you, get mom, mo- you get mommy issues, you get mommy issues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but with like what with mom Martha's though, it's her husband and her daughter. That are just total dicks. Oh, great. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. And with zero, it's mommy issues. Mm. But yeah, no, it's, but either way, uh, all in all, I really enjoyed this episode, Andor. I can't wait to see how the heist goes down next week. And I'm just overall like really digging this show. Just, it's a lot more grounded down to earth. 
spy thriller, and I I dig that. Yeah. Anyway, do so you have any recommendations before we close out? Yeah, um, I watched the new Hocus Pocus movie that Ooh. came out uh, on Friday. Uh, rewatched the first one. Loved the first one. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one is a lot of fun. If you, I feel like if you like the first one, you'll really enjoy the second one. This the 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 witches are just everything. They're so mm-hmm. much fun. Um, there are some hysterical scenes of them reacting to like more current time technology stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the greatest. Uh, but no, I I had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was cool. Nice, nice, nice. I've here's okay. This might be an unpopular opinion, and hear me out on this. I was more of a Halloween Town kid. Oh, but I love Halloween Town too. So yeah, no, it's just I get it. Yeah, no, it's just I I think it it didn't premiere. It didn't. Okay, look, Hocus Pocus didn't air enough on the Disney Channel. Whereas That's true. Ha- Halloween Town did. And I watched Halloween Town at nauseum. I would say I'm definitely more familiar with Halloween Town than I am with Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. I really just got into Hocus Pocus not too long ago, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get why people love it and why it's become kind of like a cult, this cult Halloween classic mm-hmm. to watch. Um, I wanted to watch a new one because it's the beginning of spooky season technically and stuff and it's just fun mm-hmm. um but yeah i'm i mean both are great you know mm-hmm. i love halloween time too so. yeah i um can we please oh wait one damn it hmm. here's the thing we don't have debbie reynolds with us anymore you don't have what debbie reynolds oh uh... uh... yeah we'd Otherwise, I don't I, know because when they recasted, um, for the is it the fifth one? I think it's the fourth one, like fourth or whatever the last one is. With they recast the main girl, they recast mm-hmm. Marnie, which is like, why? Yeah, yeah, no, and like, I don't know. I feel like it's time because, like, how old? Like, um, I would love if they only if they got the original girl back. If they did the if they did like a reboot thing yeah no because the, be the last one was like i think in 2005 and mm-hmm. I, i'm currently searching it up right now but like you know it's just it's been a while and like i and i feel like i feel like it's time to like dust off that old property they could technically like marnie ends up marrying somebody has a kid have her be like on like the mom now mm-hmm and stuff that could be kind. They could have something there potentially, and maybe have... something bring her back to Halloween. I don't know. Yeah, no, and like I like maybe have it take place. Um, we ignore Return to Halloween Town, mm-hmm. um, which is the one that she got recasted for, mm-hmm. and we pretty much continue after the first three movies. So Halloween Town, Halloween Town High, uh, Halloween Town Two, Cavalier's Revenge, and Halloween Town High. Mm-hmm. We bring back Kimberly J. Brown. Mm-hmm. She's still acting. I'm gonna just double check. She's still acting. I don't know, but she is definitely uh, with the guy who played. Um, oh, I forgot his name. Never mind. So it seems like she's been somewhat acting. I think since. Okay. Uh, looks like she's been mostly on General Hospital, from what I've been able to gather. Oh, okay. So she's been somewhat acting. So bring back Emily J. Brown. 
um, and have her essentially be the mom from the first movie, but a little less mean. Because I, I'll, I'll be honest, the one thing I didn't, one thing I never really dug about the Halloween count, especially the first two movies, especially that first one, is that I really did not like the mom. She was like super, feel, super mean. I, yeah, but I feel like the mom had some PTSD or something mm-hmm. with the with um with Halloween Town and stuff. Like there was, I feel like there were some underlying issues that we never really got to address with that whole situation. Because mm-hmm. there's definitely a reason why she wanted to be away from that for so long, and why she moved to like the normal world, and mm-hmm. she didn't really want to associate it with anymore. There was something definitely was like there was a story there that we really didn't get to touch. Yeah, and yeah. I, and I, if I'm not mistaken, Judas Hoke, who I believe plays mom, she's still with us. So like, mm-hmm. so yeah, let's um. Yeah, let's okay. Let's get back, uh, Mark. Let's get back, Marnie. Uh, like the original cast, or at least, or at least the ones that are like still around slash willing to participate slash, um, you know, are with us. Um, and let's continue from there. And I, I don't know. I would love to just see another Halloween Town movie. It would be fun. Just, yeah, no, I, I really would, especially given where the franchise kind of left off. Like, we kind of need a fix. That that's true. I would take anything to be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, and I really think a lot of them could be down for it. So yeah. Anyway, start working on your uh, Halloween Town four pitches, folks. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. All right, and I believe that does it for our show this week. Yep. So feel free to follow us on all our social media platforms. We're on Twitter at Convo with Two Geeks. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Conversation with Two Geeks. And if you want to send us an email about anything from this episode, like any Halloween Town pictures, uh, we are at Conversation with Two Geeks at gmail.com. Anyways, take care, folks. See ya. Bye. See ya.